Hello everyone, this is Myra with Holly Pule's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga Podcast. Great to be here with you. We're talking about freedom this year. Freedom in all parts of life. In relation to ourselves, to other people, and to our community, including this planet and the entire universe. In recent times, there's been so much change that's promoted fear for many people. And the more we allow fear to control us, the more we tend to look outside for a solution, which is disempowering for us. If we're not careful, we can become a servant to someone else's agenda. The solution is inside of each of us, and it comes from a connection to our eternal spirit, our eternal self. And this is what we aim to do with the practices of Ayurveda and yoga. Let's take a look at spirituality as it relates to our freedom. My intention here is to inspire you to see what your truth is, to do more exploration of your innermost self, to see what it is for you and how you may want to express that in life. First, let's explore this notion of spirituality and then how it's related to freedom whatever that may be for you. What is spirituality? It means many different things to different people these days, and there's no right or wrong. Some think of it in relation to religion or a dogma, which involves following tradition and laws. Many people find it difficult to do it all perfectly, and then they experience feelings of guilt and shame when they don't get it right. Some people like the structure of living life according to a stated right method and accept that as enough. And for others, it's about belief. Belief in a creator or a supreme being in the universe or something greater than oneself. So spirituality may be based on belief and whatever comes from that. And these days, spirituality can also be a term that's used to refer to anything related to spirit or the soul. It can be an attitude or approach to life that involves a search for the meaning of life. Some folks refer to themselves as a spiritual seeker. And this can lead to a process of awakening or expanding consciousness beyond the ego beyond the thoughts and limitations about life and all that is. And through this process of the mind becoming free of fears, worries, and constant chatter, we can experience inner peace and serenity, which we can then express in daily life. And then others associate it with anything that's not physical, leaving more of a wide-open slate. Perhaps you can see how all of these could converge in a similar experience, including the notion that being spiritual is also physical. We can sit in meditation or otherwise and have a spiritual experience. The experience of spirit, yes beyond the body and mind. Yes. 
You know, some people take substances such as mushrooms or ayahuasca to have this experience. And others can have it gazing at the stars or birthing a baby. So perhaps we can have an experience of spirit through the body and mind as a human being. What if spirituality is being in our natural state as a human in a body? As you can see, there are many points of view and there's space for all of them. Could there be freedom in that? What is freedom in this context? It means different things to different people. To be able to expand your experience beyond your current situation. Freedom. A sense of lightness. And for some, it's something beyond the physical. Or the ability to change or evolve without constraint. For example, beyond the physical limitations you may feel. Experiencing yourself in a yoga asana or another activity in a completely new way. Perhaps it's to reach into what seems like the unknown and to come to experience something more. Is this being who we are? There's lots of talk about that these days, which is great. The changes so many of us have experienced in the past couple of years has us looking inside, finding the courage to explore our inner world, the unknown in many ways. And from there, it's possible to have an expanded experience of our outer world where the heart is no longer controlled by the activities of the mind. Where we may experience ourselves as love. To be love. So is being spiritual who we are? And is this freedom? Perhaps yes. But then what else have we been doing in life, if not being spiritual? Things like resistance to what life is giving us, intolerance, denial, creating limitations to stay in a comfortable, familiar place in life. Ever done any of that? Ever experienced those things in relation to your spiritual practices or beliefs? These are all states of being that show us where we are. But they may not have much freedom in them. You know, in these states of resistance and discomfort, we're likely creating more karma for ourselves. But that means more opportunities for learning, for growing into ourselves, or perhaps more suffering sometimes. It really depends. 
It's when we expand beyond our limitations that we experience freedom in that moment. Usually this involves letting go of what we think we know or who we think we are or choosing to see someone else's point of view as valid. Maybe it's also about staying true to ourselves. I like to think of this as spiritual immunity. In other words, to have freedom in our choices, to be free not to follow the crowd, to be free from self-imposed pressure. No matter the starting point, if there's a desire to connect to the spiritual self, the key is to make choices to move towards sattva. From Ayurveda, we understand that sattva is our natural state. It's our natural state of body and mind, a state of balance, of harmony, of sweetness, equanimity, clarity, and many more qualities. Experiencing more sattva through daily choices is what allows for a connection with our eternal spirit. And then moksha or nirvana or freedom is possible. That sense of liberation from the limitations. We can begin to free ourselves from the bondage of our actions and create a smoother, more joyful life path. There's freedom in each step of the spiritual path when we allow ourselves to step into the miracles of life moment by moment, to stretch ourselves little by little, to really discover more of ourselves in, in each new day. I hope this gives you something to consider and something to explore for yourself. Until next time. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. 
to learn our Troidoshic approach to create nourishing meals, join Simple Ayurvedic Cooking with Halepule. The recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.